We have an awesome show for you guys today. The greatest defender of all time. Good news for the sport. Welcome to the John and Rick Show, brought to you by Horse Trailer Pros. And it is a big day for us here because Rick is back. And we've got Briggs. So I got to hear all about this adventure you guys were on. It looked incredible. I was watching through social media and then occasionally when you had service, you'd send me some pictures and stuff. Um, It looked amazing. Yeah, you know, you can't prepare for what we went through. And I was telling you, you and Jen have got to go and you said, yeah. Yeah, I said, yeah, no, it looks amazing. I totally want to go and it's probably never going to happen. You know, and and Joel (laughs) was asking me some questions. Um, You just can't prepare yourself for what you go, what, what happened there. I was totally taken by surprise. I didn't know what to expect and it was sort of surreal. So did I, I'm not sure if I even said it, back just in case people are just coming into this. Where we went. Yeah, you went to, where'd you go? We we were invited last year by Lucinda Green to go on outback, or I'm sorry, offbeat riding safaris. Right. That is in Kenya at the Masamara. Um, So we traveled, felt like halfway around the world. Yeah, how long did it take to get there? I know you spent some time where, where were you? Amsterdam. In Amsterdam, I don't know why it wouldn't come to my brain. Um, so you spent a few days in Amsterdam, but if you hadn't spent that time there, how long is the actual 16 journey? 16 hours. 16 hours of flight time. Yep. Whew. Okay. Yeah, it's a long travel. Yeah. Uh, but we did break it up, met up with Sarah Broussard. Yep. Um, good friends of ours, Chase um, and Tommy went with us. And so we ended at um, landing in Nairobi. Um, we got picked up with the, the offbeat riding safaris and they took us to our hotel. Then we hopped on a small plane uh, that next morning and flew us to the Masamara. And what an adventure we had. And what is the Masamara? Is that a region or? Rick's going to answer this for you. It's right. a conservatory okay. in Kenya. And they, so as a conservatory is like basically like It's made park. up of a bunch of different, yeah. So they're they're broken up. Um, Kenya itself, they break up in conservatories um, or conservations. They come conservatories right. with different mem- with a, a group of members that are landowners within that conservatory. Um, so our section uh, was a conservatory made up and founded by offbeat uh, riding safaris Tristan and Cindy years and years ago. Lucinda talks about her dear friends that founded this. Um, this offbeat uh, riding safari. Uh, so anyway, they're, they're the members. We landed on a dirt track, and guess who was waving at us when we landed? I'm going to say it was Lucinda. Lucinda, Catherine Coleman, oh, Lisa cool. Green, uh, Kevin and Gretchen... Um, Bob Gardner. Bob Gardner. Yeah. All waving. You know, they had just gotten done with their week with Lucinda, and so we landed, and from there it just was, I would say, what you call surreal. We got in... Uh, to the Land Rover with Lucinda and, and our group of people, which was made up of uh, Italian Olympian Vittoria Panzoni. Or? There you go. Yeah, I think that's uh, right. We had. Sorry if I screwed that, that up. <laughs> I just knew her by Vittoria the whole time. Right, right. Um, and then we had Lucinda with us. We had two ladies. One um, was from Asheville, uh, Ginger uh, Cecil. Yeah, very good. Ginger yeah. Cecil, part of the Vanderbilt. Um, family. Nice. Um, we had Linda. H. Yeah, Linda, I'm sorry, I got your last name, but she was with us. Um, Sarah, um, Sarah was with us. So we started this whole journey from the airport in which 
we saw lions and zebras. I mean, everything. The guy that was with us, Joss, said, you know, this is, we, we just saw a den, uh, a den of lions, not a den of lions, but a pride. A pride. Yes. Yeah. Good job. Good pull. <laughs> and then zebras. Okay. They're not zebras. I think that's that's an English thing. That's like well, just a they, they, mis- all they mispronounce them zebras. Yeah, they're zebras. So uh, that was day one, you know, <laughs> and, and my birthday was spent there. Briggs, hey, you guys both had your birthdays on the trip. Yeah, his was coming back on an airplane. Oh, yeah, I saw not. you passed out on your birthday. Oh yeah, I was out. Yeah, I think with this wrapped around you, maybe it was. Yeah, yeah. it's a there great blanket. I think the biggest thing for me uh, was the horses. Right. Yeah, you had mentioned to me, um, like, you got there and you're like, oh, my gosh, how are these horses going to make it? And then they just were the toughest things in the world. Yeah, I was on one named Muzuma. I had a full brother uh, to his horse, which was... Savo. Savo. And then some of the days, the guy... What are these horses? They're they're all bread crosses. Okay. Um, They're all types and different ones. Um, But our horses wouldn't make it a day. They would not make it one day there. Right. Um, literally, I Briggs saw all the the anxiousness in my face when I saw all like a rock path, and I'm like, "They're going there." Right. I told them they're Did, used to it. Right. They'd calm down. Right. <laughs> but we went 150 miles. I mean, this is the first, and and we had four. That's in total through the 150 trip. miles right. total and trip. We went from one region all the way up to the Ulalu escarpment. Yeah which was amazing on the top of the hill. Uh, you know, Briggs and I got off the horses with, with Simon and um, Charlie, and we walked up, and the ladies, you know, right, it was pretty tough, Steve. I thought after the first 50 yards, I was like, what am I doing off my horse? Right, right, right. <laughs> but we went up. I mean, just everything was different, and monkeys running around the first camp, and uh, just, it was just an incredible time. And you were saying, um, like, there were some really strict rules about, you couldn't go out of your. You can't go out of your camp. Joel was even asking, "Was there fences around you?" I was like, "No, we were in open. Horses are tied on. On even were tied sometimes, like on a guide yep. string. Yep. And sometimes they were able to to let them. I think it was on the second camp. The they second let them loose. Camp, so they're they able to let loose. These are incredible horses that they will trap. Like four will travel with you with the rope sure. around them and just follow you. Right. Um, and. You know, so either you, trading horses off, like what you're riding. At so, each camp, right. you would trade off if you needed to. We stayed on the same, I stayed on the same horse from day one to, to the last day. He switched. Three, to, I was on three different three horses. Three different horses. Uh, but, you know, you run from buffalo and elephants, and you stand facing a lion. That was our instructions. Interesting. I would run from a lion, too. <sighs> so what was happening. I, well, I probably wouldn't make it home. <laughs> we were, were looking for a pride of lions. Right. At the same time, there was this elephant that started to charge us. Oh, so Lord. we didn't know if we were going to run from the elephant yeah. or stand off from the lion. But we never saw Does anybody ever not make it out of this? No, everybody makes it. Yeah. That, the, that's what they tell you. No, Simon. And, and let, me, let me just mention Simon Kenyon, um, Joss, Craig. Miranda, Simpson, Indy, and Charlie at, uh, Agar. Agar, thanks and for making it just an amazing time. Um, but no, yeah, they might lose some people off the horse, and they might have people dressed up kind of funny. Not in our group. Not in your group. Yeah, you were that saying. fell off a lot and <laughs> right. had masks on and stuff. Right, right, right. But you know, I think the funniest thing in the interview you're going to see in the next segment yep. is with Lucinda is Joss was helping with the 10-minute thing because Briggs 
was doing something. I was Wait, holding the camera. Hold on, you mean you were like paying attention to time while you were there? Well, Making sure really. the segments did so well? So this is gonna be funny, not really. Because uh. he, I was talking about animals and all this stuff and you know, how many animals have, we, animals have we seen since we've been there? This is camp two, right? Don't do a spoiler. But watch yeah, the don't, video. Yeah, don't spoil it. I won't it. do a spoiler. Just Tease don't. it. You guys are going to have to You're going to have around. to watch to see or listen. I could not time because I was holding the camera very steady with a trash. Look, Briggs, waste let's paper be basket. honest, man. Oh, my. You well. can't time when we give you a timer here. I'm sure in Africa on safari well, it's tricky. Well, <laughs> I mean, I wear a watch in cross country, but I mean, yeah. I can't read it. So. Right. Okay. <laughs> you just go fast. Um, so you guys also came with some stuff. So yeah. what's the blanket? So, so that's the traditional Maasai red so when colored, so the Maasai are what? It's a native tribe to Kenya. Okay. They they lived with. It the, looks like tartan. It, Let me tell you what. It, it got cold. You put that around you. You don't get cold. Okay. Uh, yeah, they wear a lot of tartan, but the colors started coming through the Arabic trade, and once they saw the red, that became cool. Their main color. That's awesome. Okay, and then it was interesting for those for this next thing. Briggs brought this out. So what's this called? It's a kisu. So you brought this out. And it was just when I got here, and um, I said I thought that you guys hadn't showered or something. It smelled terrible, and I thought it was Briggs, actually. So it's this. Yep, the sheath. He, he got this from Nettie, who was our... Oh, yeah, it's bad. Who was our, our amazing um, guide that went out and, and spotted uh, wildlife. He was absolutely amazing. He could be up on the... We, we'd ride the horses, then we'd get on to the Land Rovers and the Toyotas. Toyota... Uh, yeah, they had it Land Rovers like and Land Rovers. Toyotas. But they, he well. would go and spot. He could find animals in in any kind of place that you're like, what is that? And you could see it, and then they all point them out. Simon and Joss and, and Miranda were amazing at it, as was Charlie. Um, so what is this? It's a kisu. So all, all the Maasai men carry one. Okay. As a, cool. So I wanted to do a shout-out again as we, you know, we're just everybody out there offbeat riding safaris you're going to watch an uh, interview with lucinda and simon kenyon who um it has been a part of the, of the group for a very long time um and then their staff we had they had 22 staff we had our clothes washed laundry done folded ironed boots polished every single day oh, I, my boots were better looking than they were when incredible. i go to a horse this show this is you guys weren't roughing it at all. Well, you wouldn't say. I was like, no. I was like, I was expecting, and then hot showers. Is every gratuity day. included? Or do you have gratuity. to tip them every day for you don't for polishing your no. boots? No, and, no, no. Okay, all right. No, cool. No. I mean, we did at the end. You, you get. Yeah, I mean, I'm you just wanted, teasing, right. The food was incredible. The the cooks cooked out of a primitive stove and. Everything was by fire. We could watch them break down the camp, and then they run ahead of us and set up the camp before we got there. And then the tables were set perfectly with, with beautiful places. Uh, you know what? I'm ready kind of for a three course meal. Sixteen hours of travel to get there doesn't really appeal to me. You just, just kind of do a hop over like we did. Amsterdam was a good stop where you stop in Paris, do a day at the Louvre. Right. The Louvre. Louvre. Yeah, I think the Louvre is something different. Yeah, something yeah. different. <laughs> Bathrooms were amazing. He wants to have one here. He's yeah, going to dig a hole with a tin over the top. Oh my God. <laughs> Briggs. You know I mean, what? I wish you weren't. I wish you weren't joking. <laughs> I can't explain it, but you're going to watch interviews with Lucinda. We have a short one, and then we have another long one with Simon and Lucinda. Um, well, I can't wait to see them. So yeah. let's go check those out. I have to say, I appreciate how you sort of kept all of us in the loop with the whole thing. It was really fun to watch. 
Um, it was it was tough to do, but we did it. Yeah, you guys did a great job. I um, lost a bet to Elisa because I said there's no way that you're gonna get all the pictures done. Did you use the helmet cam? No. Right. I knew that would happen. We have helmet. Be- the only reason I didn't is because Sarah Broussard right. had one. Okay. And so did um, Chase Hutchings. Hutchings. Okay. And. By the way, I just want to say before we get off this, yep. Chase and Tommy, congratulations. They got engaged on oh, the way awesome. up the Ululu Escarpment, uh, and the group made it just very special, and we got to celebrate that. Thank you to Indy for doing special um, setup for these um, Maasai. Maasai that came in, boys and men that did these dances around the fire, and evidently Lucinda said she's only seen it three and forty three times in 40 years. Wow. So they did that for my birthday. It was amazing. Um, Again, thanks everybody. We're going to go on and watch the other interviews and uh, y'all need to look this up and look at our Facebook page and and just really immerse yourself into it. I'm sold. Good. Want to advertise on the John and Rick show? Contact John at 352-875-8622 or call Rick at 850-879-2649. For a horse owner on the road, your trailer is essential. No one enjoys being stuck on the road. At Horse Trailer Pros, we repair, renovate, and maintain all makes and models of horse trailers. We work directly with your insurance company or manufacturer for warranty repairs and insurance claims. Our state-of-the-art facility provides quick turnaround and friendly customer service. Considering a living quarter conversion, we do those too. Find comfort on the road with Horse Trailer Pros. Call or text 352-804-2131. Horsetrailerpros.com. Hey, it's John here. I just want to let you guys know I got back from schooling at Magnolia Sands Farm here in Ocala, Florida. Their cross-country field is perfectly suited for a first outing on a young horse or schooling your upper-level horse. Magnolia Sands offers over 110 jumps ranging from starter to intermediate plus multiple banks, ditches, and waters. They're constantly updating their courses and have even added new ditches and a starter ditch wall. Conveniently located in Northeast Ocala, Magnolia Sands has made it easy for riders and trainers with online waivers, Venmo, and PayPal, and even offer a golf cart for guests. MagnoliaSandsFarm.com Dusty Rose Farm, a beautiful, newly renovated 25-acre farm, is offering long-term or seasonal rent, dry stalls, and layout. Located in Anthony, Florida, it's just 30 minutes to book Wacken Hits, 15 minutes to Majestic Oaks, 35 minutes to the Florida Horse Park. 38 stalls available for rent in two barns that have all the amenities. Large stalls with new mats and automatic waters. Plenty of turnout, half-mile elevated track, 300 by 300 natural sand arena with a full jump course and dressage court. Loads of parking with two full RV hookups. Call or text for rates to book your stay in sunny and warm Ocala, Florida. 636-751-1200. I'm John Holling. We run Holling Eventing out of Willow Run Farm in Ocala, Florida. We run a full-service training facility here at Holling Eventing. We have amateur clients, we have sale horses, we teach lessons, and obviously our own competition horses as well. When Kurt first arrived at the farm, he was a little bit nervous and excited. Stress Less really helped so we could get him in a training routine. Stress Less is really easy to use. It's a part of our program. He gets it as a daily supplement and it helps us keep him focused and ready to go to work. This year we're moving Kurt up to the preliminary level. He's been doing great and I'm very excited about the season to come.
I'm John Holling and I'd recommend Stress Less to anyone who wants to help their horses stay calm and focused. Welcome to the John and Rick Show, brought to you by Horse Trailer Pros. We are in Masamara in Kenya. Lucinda Green is here, and it has been an experience of a lifetime, Lucinda. Offbeat Safaris has been a part of your life for many years. Um, tell us, because you, you brought me into this a year ago, and here we are. Second Camp, North Mara. Tell us how this all happened. Uh, it, it's quite one of the most extraordinary experiences of my life and I've been doing it for 30 to 40 years and it's never the same. And it's basically riding safari organized by the most wonderful couple of friends. Been going 30 years, Tristan and Cindy Vosboy, and with an incredible team around them. They breed their own horses, make their own horses and they're very quality horses. Often they go off onto the polo field or racing. Occasionally there's a few Somali ponies for those that need something a bit more sure-footed and a little bit less goey. A brilliant, brilliant team of horses and a wonderful lot of people to look after them. And we just go early in the morning on, on a safari on horses and see this unbelievable amount of game. The sort of thing you've only ever seen in the zoo. And suddenly right. say, what's that giraffe doing out here? It should be in the zoo, but it's not. It's in its natural habitat. And so I got to tell you, I, I, I knew it was going to be a trip of a lifetime. And I knew that the stories you were telling me but Briggs and I got here and I have never experienced anything like this in my life. From the staff that are amazing um, and to the horses that are incredible. I've even, I think I've to told jo Joss that they're the most incredible animals. You, I, I can, what, what they do and what, what they go th and, and get you through is amazing. Yeah, what they get you through. I think it, it, anybody that's a little bit unsure about cross country needs to come here because your horse you learn can get over anything any amount of rocky difficulties any amount of sheer banks down or up any amount of bog in front of little streams or rivers even with a hippo 20 feet down there they just find a way and all you've got to do is give them their head and try not to fall off and it is such a realization of what horses are capable of doing and it just does my confidence so much good when i first started to realize what horses could do well, I, th I think what was special for me was um, y'all taking us up to Tristan Rock um, and and the great things that he founded here. I think he was a founding member of North Mara. Um, tell us about Tristan's contributions to this area. He grew up with a passion for animals and they were all over his bedroom. And he was South African <clears throat> bred, but he grew up and was educated and went into the army in England. And not long after that, he decided to go on a motorbike down to Johannesburg, I think it was. I might have got that wrong. But anyhow, that's the sort of daredevil guy he is. And he transferred that into a business, having spent a little bit of time with a horse safari outfit, Tony Church's outfit. He spent a little bit of time learning and just got bored of walking across the Mara or any of these wonderful game parks and seeing all this game. He wanted to go faster, so he <laughs> developed his own 
out offbeat safaris and for 30 years it's been running with an enormous amount of help from his wife in, in the in the in the home breeding the horses training them bringing them on and sometimes coming on safari too and then he met with a tragic end in 217 and as his um his remembrance service went you know who with a passion for something in life would have the courage to go down on a white stallion and face a hundred armed people with AK-47s to try and talk peace with them and just for the addenda they were on his land in a drought encouraged by the politician that wished to be voted in. A very dangerous combination is a drought and an election and this was miles away from, from where we go on safari. Anyhow they just they shot him and that was the end and this incredible outfit has been kept going by Cindy and by Simon who had been trained by him and was considered one of his very best guides and by Joss and their various uh, wives or girlfriends who have been helping the whole thing continue and it I, has continued in magnificence. And I can tell you from day one with Joss and uh, Miranda and Indy and Charlie have been in Incredible. The staff and everything that has been done here is just top-notch. You know, with that being said, and you mentioned Simon's name, I think maybe we'll take a short break and listen to, to our sponsors and come back with Simon and Lucinda and let them kind of reflect on um, what's happening here and what's the future. I'm Gabby Ruane and I run Ruane Eventing. I run my program out of Reddick, Florida. I start off in the morning bringing the horses in, feeding, and then tacking up and riding pretty much all day. It's always a busy day here with multiple horses in training. When Mufasa first arrived, he was quite sensitive and reactive as a young horse. I decided to start him on Stressless. I've tried quite a few other supplements and I felt like they all dulled him. Stressless was the first supplement that really let me get through his tough moments, but I felt like he could still keep that spark that made him special. Stressless helps keep Mufasa calm, but responsive, even through his tough moments. When Mufasa first arrived, he was quite reactive and sensitive, and I needed something to help me get him through those tough moments. Mufasa began his career as an event horse last year, and this year I hope to move him up to the preliminary level and then end the year with a two-star long. I'm Gabby Ruane, and I would recommend Stressless to anyone who wants their horse more focused and rideable overall. Grant Showalter has over 15 years of equine bodywork and saddle fitting experience. His technique allows him to identify and alleviate tightness in muscles. He uses trigger point massage to release points of restriction. Grant has over a decade of experience fitting and adjusting a wide variety of saddles. His expertise in equine physiology coupled with a thorough understanding of the importance of a properly fitted saddle allows him to quickly identify and correct any balance issues. Grant can also adjust your saddle on site. Grant works on all of my competition horses and I have noticed a significant improvement in their performance at competitions and their overall way of going. Grant's based in Ocala, Florida year-round, but regularly travels to the surrounding areas. For more information or to schedule an appointment, call 484-639-4454. Hi, my name's Leslie Law, and we are a proud supporter of Jump for Joy. We've been using their portable cross-country jumps now for about 10 to 15 years. We love these jumps because, as you can see, they're very easy to move. We don't need to take another person on the other side and I could place this fence wherever I wanted to very easily. Rick Wallace here bringing you Equibrew, a live probiotic that is geared to help your horse's gut health. I'm a true believer in this Equibrew and it really makes a difference in all of my horses. 
Equibrew is safe, non-toxic, and clean sport compliant for FEI and racing events. Equibrew is an intact fermentation product with very high numbers of beneficial microbes. Order at Equibrew.com or 850-879-2649. Welcome back to the John and Rick Show brought to you by Horse Trailer Pros. We are with Lucinda Green and now we have Simon Kenyon with us. Um, Lucinda, I know you and Simon have had a relationship for at least over the last 15 years. Um, he did get married the other day. Oh, so there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so no more finding like... Definitely no okay, more. There we go. <laughs> tell us, Simon, would you tell us about your experiences? I know you've been here 15, 15 years, but you're, you've been here for a very long time. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, I, I, I was, we had some guests last week that I did a trip with 20 years ago. And I was 15 and we did it with Tristan and Cindy and, and it was a real sort of closing of a circle that suddenly they came back and all their little kids were now adults and we all sort of had a fun fun trip together. But we, yeah, I probably did the first stint of sort of three or four months working for Tristan in 2007 and then probably by 2012 I was thrown in, thrown in at the deep end and doing trips on my own and and since then, I've been, for the last six years, I've been doing the majority of the safaris for Offbeat and doing a few with Lucinda and making sure I sit up straight and keep my hands down and, you know. I did, you know, it's interesting, Lucinda, and you can pipe in on this. Um, Lucinda gives clinics in their little packs with mic. Well, yep. no, we're not mic'd, we're ear, we have ear things and she has the mic. So I said, why don't you use that on safari? Because you could definitely, actually, Josh needs it really bad to keep us in control. But, um, <laughs> True. Yes, it's it's great. So, have y'all gone on safari together? Yeah, yeah. We we did a trip four years ago before COVID. We did a couple yeah. of weeks, um, yeah, and then we were on safari last week together. Um, so last week when Lissa was here with Lissa, yeah. So I started that off. And the first thirteen few days. others. And Gosh, thirteen others. <laughs> How did that go, Simon? It was good. It was good. I think I had them in control, and then they they. I heard there broke. was some some rogueness um, going on. There was. I think there was. When you have Olympians dotted around everywhere, I think kind of happens. Kind of chaos is um is born into the soul. So so those listening, Lisa Green was here, your daughter, with uh, Giorgio, her fiance. Uh, uh, Catherine Coleman, a great U.S. writer that's based in England and now in Wellington, Florida. Um, and I'm sure there was, oh, Kevin and his wife, Gretchen. Kevin, um, who used to head up the USEA. Exactly. He was the president. Yep. So just a great yeah. combination of. And that's that's the nice thing. And, you know, we always get sort of fantastic writers from all different fields. And, you know, as long as you're confident to, um, to as Lucinda said earlier, to give your, give your horse its head and have a bit of trust then you know they, they take you places you never think they can take you and, and I think people grow as as riders and as people do this I mean I know it's just sort of it sounds so corny but it is so no true. but you know you, you, so you go through pretty scary you know terrain and on a animal you've met last week and you know they they give you so much confidence you see people you know that are nervous at the beginning at the end they're jumping hedges and cantering across the plains with big grins on their faces. And on top of that, you've got people's natural fear of wild animals, and they are with very good reason. 
you have to be very, very aware that these animals can turn into killers and therefore you have to be on your guard. And this morning, we all were a bit blase, me particularly, when I was on a loose rein thinking, oh, I've forgotten my, I like to have a little stick that I pull out the hedgerow just so that I can tap my horse when I'm trying to get him to steer down certain ways. And suddenly, as I was sort of worrying about not having remembered it, this buffalo came out of the river bend. The horses turned so fast and I tell you I was as near falling off as I have been for a long time because I was riding a new horse who was much narrower, gorgeous horse, much narrower and all my balance had sort of got here with the wider horses and I went whoa right over. So you're forever excited and you always have to be aware that that can happen. A hippo can just rise out of the grass when it's wallowing in a puddle and you don't have any clue about it. And Simon's in the front and he's trying to be kept keeping in the front but we're quite disobedient sometimes aren't we and we just overtake him and then just get back because there might be something in here and boom there is <laughs> and into that point simon uh joss has done a great job of in fact that experience this morning was not only involved him being in in front and capturing it before they came up but also ensuring our safety by standing guard and telling get out of here. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, you've got to, you know, try and, try and, you know, get everyone to the safest bit you can, as fast as you can. And, but what's um, so fascinating is the animals respect, you stand your ground as the leader, and your horse hopefully is also very brave, and you have your stock whip ready, and if there's any movement towards you, you'll crack the stock whip, and that, almost like a circus master, seems to stop the animal coming towards us. Yeah, no, most of the time. Most of the time. <laughs> well, in the knowledge, the knowledge that, that everybody has about everything. I mean, we could ask questions and we get answers. And, you know, I think to the safety for all the riders are in their foremost front and also the safety of the horses. And I yeah, think for sure. it's, it's amazing what y'all have done and, and how the horses get here. Is there some insight and background on those horses how they get trained and how they get here well yeah i mean they they the beauty of it is that 95 percent of them are homebreds that you know you know who their mother and father are and you we're on three brothers ex yes. exactly what a joy you know you've chosen lines that you know work right. and therefore they they come into the herd as part of the family already and you know what they're generally going to be like and we try and get them down here a year after they're broken in to sort of get them in and they figure it out slowly slowly and Cindy is back in back at base at Deloraine. She breaks them in, and then they come down here and slowly, slowly come in. And you know, by the time they're six or so, they they should be carrying guests. And yeah, and yeah especially if we have you know amateur riders like Lucinda, it's quite nice to chuck them on. And, you know, check well, I, right. uh, you know so Miranda and Joss are sitting off in the, the background, and and they have I I've never experienced this before, and I'm I'm a horse person. I'm by the way, my birthday was here, and everybody did an amazing thing for me and it was incredible there I kind of segued out of it and I'm going to come back in but we they have a young horse here that was being trained and they were going out and we were going and they're like are you gonna let go of that horse it was like what oh yeah we let go and you know goes around kind of high high spun back to camp and they're they're really quick to get the, the horse back but it's really cool it's a, a 12 13 year old uh, from England and it's really cool how you train them. I mean these horses just go around with you Yeah, I mean they're, 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 when you're here and they suppose they have access and you know There's lots of scary things in their eyes for them that herd instinct becomes so Important right and they want to be part of the herd, you know, I think 
you see the horses in probably the most natural um, light, really. You know, people sort of say, oh, isn't that, you know, a bit unfair taking the horses across the plains? And actually, they all have their ears pricked. Oh, they they much it. prefer that than going around in a circle all day long and be kept in a barn. They're kept in a big herd and they get to gallop across plains together and, and have a really nice time. And you see, you've seen the loose horses doing the same, you know, they're bucking and farting and rolling and, you know, careering around and having a really, really nice time. And these are loose horses that are meant to be loose, not ones that have lost their riders. <laughs> yes, yes, right, right. They yeah. are coming along for the yeah. day. So Lucinda, on this trip, um, what has been two weeks, you come every year? Every other year, but not for four years now. But it's extraordinary. I just love the freedom. I love the totally different momentum of the whole place. I love the constantly not being sure what's going to happen next. I'm probably ADD, but I'm not as far as I know. But you're always... I heard you say that you were... Oh, I don't know. My daughter is, but I don't know that I am. But I think lots of people will say I probably was, but it wasn't discovered in my day. <laughs> but I love all that difference everywhere. And right. Although I've been, I can't begin to tell you how many times. Somebody asked me how many times I've ridden around Babington the other day, and I can't remember that either. Well, we know but, you won six times. Yeah, but I haven't, I, I don't know how many times I've ridden around it. And it's the same here. I don't know how many times I've been here, but it's just every time is different. And every time there's something to just keep you on the ball. And Tristan used to be so angry with us because we'd possibly be talking too much just as he was coming up towards some elephant and we needed all to be quiet because elephants have incredible hearing and very very bad eyesight so they're saying I know there's somebody there I can hear there's somebody there but what is it and then those big ears flap and they warn you just not to come any closer and it is so exciting and the horses just stand there and sometimes they want to go but you just wait and I think Joss got us up I think over the years uh, I've noticed the elephants have become more able to cope with us getting closer and if they've got babies, you don't go too close. And once yesterday, the, there was one up in the bush and already we hadn't even got anywhere near. She was starting to say, don't come any nearer. But she had a little calf. And if they haven't got calves, they're a little bit easier on their, their worry stakes. Um, but it, it, there's just never anything the same. No, and, and I can tell you the list of animals that we have seen. I, I don't think we, I don't I mean think it's extraordinary isn't it it's, there, there's not I think we I mean both I'm, I'm looking at them off camera I was like they both I mean they're like it's been incredible we've yeah. seen a check mark next to yeah. almost everything 10 and, and to see most of it ten. from the back of a horse oh yeah. <laughs> we're at 10 minutes sorry no worries it's, it's 10 animals it's, heck of a lot more than 10 <laughs> animals <laughs> so we're oh, at yeah. that's good <laughs> But there's more than 10 animals, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, and, from, and that's, you know, that's the beauty of it, you know, is that you're doing it from a horse where you can be in your own place, but be part of a big group as well. Yeah. And you can, you know, have your own time to enjoy it, you know, just yourself and your horse, or you can feel like you're part of, part of the cavalry as well, which is, you know, uber exciting at the that's same so time. That's so right, Simon. You can just be out on the flank and, and just be hours on your own. And then you sort of find yourself falling back in and starting a conversation about all sorts of things you can take it exactly at your own yeah place. and you That's have so time lovely. to see the sights you know the sort of small things and the smells and you know that bird that takes off and if you're in a car you're in a sort of metal and box and it's fantastic to be able to do that to get close to things and we do do that and we do go out at night and see some nocturnal animals but to be able to be on a horse, you know, you can go wherever you want and get away from the crowds. Yeah, that's so that leads to a question from me is I, how many are there on the horse 
side for for this. There's only a couple of operators that do um, this sort of mobile style in Kenya. And it's um, it's a it's a big undertaking. I yeah, mean, you I mean, go it's... camp here, 31 miles, or yeah, however many kilometers, 50. Uh, you get to the next camp. It's set up like this. I mean, it's amazing. No, so. it's a traveling circus, as it, you say. Yeah. It's pretty cool, and it's you amazing. know, you'll see the variety. You know, lots of people come to the Maasai Mara, and they have been there for four days, and they stay in a lodge or a permanent camp, and they go home, and they've had a fantastic time, and they take that little segment of the Mara with them, and they think they've been there. Whereas over the 200 kilometers we're going to do, yeah. you'll see the variety change tomorrow and the two days after. And you need Nadi. It's, yeah. <laughs> yes, wonderful. Not either. He's absolutely amazing. Yeah. And yeah. we've he's, heard the stories of how he came here and, yeah, and just what cool he guy. does and, and how amazing he's the he Maasai, a, a, a true member of the Maasai tribe, still wears the, the kit from the Maasai. And he just sits up on the front of the Land Rover up, up high on the roof. It's amazing. And he spots, with, even without binoculars, he knows where that lion is, all those elephants. Yeah, he's we're all going, where, where, where? And he finds his way finds well, a way yeah. well I, I just wanted to say one thing about Simon because I think it's 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 such a beautiful story this that when he first came on board with Tristan Tristan wrote a letter to his daughter Imo who was at that point at school in England and he just said in his letter just had this Simon Kenyon training with me or however you call it I think we've got one here and I've never forgotten that because Simon has proved to be the man that has followed in Tristan's footsteps and kept offbeat safaris in my view the very best safari company in the world it's the absolute gold standard if you come here i think most others will pay a little so think, well done Simon. i think well, that, that's very kind that is a super way to close it out offbeat safaris on website off offbeatsafaris.com yep and then on instagram and things like that offbeat riding safaris and this yeah. will be definitely posted everywhere and yeah. everybody out there if you want to do this, you don't want to dress up in outfits when you go out on safari. Just ride your riding clothes or whatever you want to wear. Uh, well, that's a whole nother show. That's another show. <laughs> Thanks a lot for joining the Rick yeah. and uh, John show. Yeah, it's a pleasure Rick and John show. Here. Sorry. Slip John. Sorry. John, the John and Rick show here in North Mara. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Pleasure having you guys back. Jump for Joy fences are easy to move, lightweight, durable, and low maintenance. So we're out here on the cross country. We just finished over in the show jumping over the Jump for Joy fences. Had a great time schooling over them. They're really nice and easy to move, so we were able to adjust some things and really have the exact school that we needed thanks to the Jump for Joy fences. I love them. Order yours at jumpforjoyusa.com. Hey, it's John here. I just want to let you guys know I got back from schooling at Magnolia Sands Farm here in Ocala, Florida. Their cross-country field is perfectly suited for a first outing on a young horse or schooling your upper-level horse. Magnolia Sands offers over 110 jumps ranging from starter to intermediate plus multiple banks, ditches, and waters. They're constantly updating their courses and have even added new ditches and a starter ditch wall. Conveniently located in Northeast Ocala, Magnolia Sands has made it easy for riders and trainers with online waivers, Venmo, and PayPal, and even offer a golf cart for guests. MagnoliaSandsFarm.com Dusty Rose Farm, a beautiful, newly renovated 25-acre farm, is offering long-term or seasonal rent, dry stalls, and layover. Located in Anthony, Florida, it's just 30 minutes to both Weck and Hits, 15 minutes to Majestic Oaks, 35 minutes to the Florida Horse Park. 38 stalls available for rent in two barns that have all the amenities, large stalls with new mats and automatic waters, plenty of turnout, half-mile elevated track, 300 by 300 natural sand arena with a full jump course and dressage court, loads of parking with two full RV hookups. Call or text for rates to 
book your stay in sunny and warm Ocala, Florida, 636-751-1200. Welcome back to the John and Rick Show, brought to you by Horse Trailer Pros, and we are now here with Andrea Baxter uh, from Twin Rivers, right? Yep. Um, so thanks for coming on. Can I stop you for a second? It's the Stress Less segment. Very good. Well, thank stress you. Stress Less. It is. Thanks for doing this segment. But yes. Back to Andrea. Yes. So welcome <laughs> back to the John and Rick Show for the Stress Less segment with Andrea Baxter. I could use some Stress Less. Yeah, it's good stuff. <laughs> it's great. It's great. And uh, thank you to Stress Less for for sponsoring the segment for sure. Um, so you're here in Ocala. Yep. Doing the what is it now? ECP. Yeah, I actually came out for the judges seminar right. uh, last weekend uh, that was at Majestic Oaks. And then uh, because of the floods and everything, um, I decided, ah, I don't have anything to go home to. Right. <laughs> so I'm here and, and participating in the uh, ECP. Right. Okay. So. so we do want to get into that, right? But I think the big thing and the reason I actually wanted you to come on is because of the floods. Not yeah. But well, that is important. No. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I think yeah. it's, it's hugely yeah. important. Um, I saw actually video you had posted, and then you showed me your poor dad lost the tractor. Yep. Well, um, we did resurrect it, but that, it that's was good. <laughs> but it looks like complete devastation. It is. It is pretty crazy. It yeah, it really is. Um, I think that the the weirdest thing was that it just came. I mean, okay, flash flood. You know, your warning on your phone goes off. Beep beep beep. You know, we we um, I had been in, out all morning. Uh, looking at picture or taking pictures and taking videos of how the floods were looking on our property, and it you know it was norm looks like a normal flood, normal wet, rainy you know right. yeah this is gonna suck it's gonna have to dry out, and um, after I was done doing that we went out for lunch went driving around to see you know the local properties or whatever else, came home a different route and I was on the freeway overlooking the river, and. The river that we and the road that we had just driven down on the way into town uh, I, illegally, of course, we went around all the road si- road closed signs in our truck and just you know whatever going, mobbed right, right. mobbed through the the mudslides and whatever made it happen. And uh, anyways, got turned around from having lunch in town because everything was closed. So we came back the freeway, and I'm looking over the freeway uh, at the road that we just drove in around the road closed signs and the water was already over the river and over the road completely blocked like the the road so was, was, was underwater that's, that's amazing the road was underwater completely so so it did it burst the bank or just no just came over the just over the, the embankment because it yeah, was like the, when I, the video so i saw of your place it was like i mean the river was running through the so did, oh, we, yeah. Did, yeah. did we mention her place yeah, Twin, Twin Rivers. Rivers. Yeah. So it's no longer Twin Rivers. Uh, it's, it's Uno River. Uno. <laughs> how, about, so, how, about, how about just the river? The river. The river. <laughs> the so, big river. <laughs> the river. So, I mean, how are all the animals? Well, our, our place is 500 acres. Right. And it's kind of got two different levels. It's got a lower field and an upper field. So the upper field. And the upper field is where the covered arena is, the horses, the barns, the stabling, um, all that. So all that and the houses and the, any buildings and all so that. So you're lucky on that. Yeah. So right. the upper field is fine. There's, it's, uh, and, and actually the upper field handles water really, really well. Um, so that's all totally fine. Yeah. Uh, but the bottom field is where the heart and the main part of the cross country course right. and the uh, dressage um, warm up areas and the dress, you know, we have seven uh, full court dressage arenas down in the lower field. We have a racetrack in the uh, wow. uh, north end of the 
lower field. We have a trot trail all around that that we condition the horses on, you know, year round. And um, and that's where that where the racetrack and the trot trail is, is where the two rivers, there are actually two rivers. One is the Salinas River, which is the main one that you can see from the freeway um, that uh, it flows but it's mostly an underground river, right. um, but it does flow every year, you know, but sometimes just a little piddly stream down the middle of it. Right. Um, and we've seen, it gets bank to bank, but I mean, not very often. And, uh, and then the other, the Estrella River is on the other side, and that one is like a flash flood zone, and it only runs in a flash flood every four years or so hasn't run so how do you handle this you go from fires to floods to mudslides i mean well it's paradise every other time of the year (laughs) (laughs) other than that it's great (laughs) so when is your horse trial uh it's uh i think our opening day is today so uh yeah are you gonna be ready well, it's what, like what's I, I did, be the recovery? I what's did the mention damage? it's 500 acres, so right. we do have a lot of room to play around and right. move, and you know it'll be a little uncomfortable uh, in terms of just you know we're we're a bit spoiled, and we have our dressage arenas that are set up year round, right. and they live there, and we don't have to mess with them, and we have a show jumping in a totally different area. Uh, so yeah, we're gonna have to pick them. Well, we we. We picked them up in the in the flood because they were floating away. Right. I don't know how much of them we lost. We probably lost twenty or thirty percent of them oh, uh, no. down the river. Um, but You're we, taking this really well. Well, <laughs> what are you gonna do? <laughs> Did you see the picture of the tractor that was sunk? Yeah, your dad's. Yeah. yeah. So then I took the next day when we were out trying to have a, you know, I, I think I'd had a bloody. What you need to do, and, and I'm <laughs> serious here, if you still have the pictures, you need to give them to us. Yes, oh yeah, I we'll have put them, them on, yeah. and that way everybody who's yeah listening can yeah. go to YouTube and they can see. Yeah, absolutely. What we're talking so about. resurrected yeah. is the word you use you used for the tractor. You resurrected. We, we resurrected the tractor. So how yeah. did that happen? How yeah. did you do so that? So I had a bloody mary in hand, and I took a Snapchat of of this, and it's just funny joke. I mean, you know, you had to have some comedy in all of this, sure. and uh, and I said. Ooh, I zoomed in on the tractor that was sunk above the cab, and I said, whoo, $200,000 tractor, $25,000 worth of dressage arenas. Which one would you save? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> tractor, tractor well, we is. saved the dressage arenas, of course. Uh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> no, we did save the tractor, but not till the next day. <laughs> right, right. Um, and I think the thing is that people maybe don't understand with eventing in California is it is pretty precarious already. Like there's not yeah. that many venues. It's been a real challenge. Yeah. I know calendar stuff has been an issue. Yep. Um, so this is just one more thing and obviously it affects you. It's got to affect all the events and not to take away from the total devastation just to the general population. Um, but we're obviously an equestrian show. So yep. our focus is going to be on that. Um, like, is there anything that, you or the events in general in California need help? Like, what do you guys need? Uh, I mean, we got our calendar sorted out, or so I think we did. Um, so yeah, that we was, can't help with that. Yeah, that was a that was a huge um, a huge win. So that was great. Right. Um, now we just need um, we need we need Mother Nature to cooperate for the right. next for the next spring season. Um, yeah, that's that's way easier than the calendar. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know what? Most of the time it does work out. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Are we, there funds or anything? Yeah, we, I, I just mean, started a GoFundMe. Okay. I had a lot of people encouraging me. Um, and so we, uh, my friends helped me put that together. Good. So what's um, that? What's that? Where, where do we go um, to get on that? It's on my Facebook. 
uh, Andrea Baxter, and then it's also on Twin Rivers, I'm pretty sure. I'll get it posted tonight. Okay. Um, yeah, give that to us as yeah. well so we can share it with everybody out there. Yeah. I yeah. don't know how GoFundMe works. I've never done one before, but... Uh, if you get it to I, us, we'll try to run it on the bottom of the... Okay, ticker. cool. Yeah, oh, yeah, I assume there's a link or something. Or, yeah. um, so, Joel's uh, pretty good at this stuff. He does what he's doing. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. But it's. Uh, <laughs> Briggs yeah. is good too. He's going to use that knife. I suppose if you're allowed to be my friend on Facebook, which, you know, I'm pretty selective about my friends. Right. Hold yeah. on. <laughs> hold on. <laughs> Keep going. I'm kidding. Let's see. Um, so there, we did set up a link for that. I mean, it's mostly, you know, a lot of people want to come and help, and we do need probably just labor help. Um, but honestly, we're, right now. We're friends. Oh, good. See? Right. Keep going. <laughs> I know um, we're friends. Yeah. Uh, but the, the labor help we will need need but it's a little too early for that right now so you have um, six weeks before the show yeah yeah and i honestly the Again, cross she's taking this really really well <laughs> so it is twin well, rivers we've... horse trials flood relief okay yep um and it's right there we've got it i'll give it to you at the end here drill so we have it so say it again twin rivers horse trials flood relief yeah um, no, it's on GoFundMe. So. so you just look up GoFundMe and then you yeah. put that we'll, in and they'll pull it up. Yeah. yeah. And if, like you said, and we'll, I'll share this to our John and Rick show page. Awesome. So it'll be there. Yeah, um, thank you. So we'll yeah, and Eventing Nation just ran an article on it today as Perfect. well. So um, should be findable. Yep. Um, but yeah, no, I think we'll be able to pull off the event ultimately. Um, it's more just, it's going to be, we... Um, because of the calendar issues, we thought we didn't have, uh, we weren't going to have our normal calendar of doing the four star and the three star stuff. So we decided in this really great year of 2023 to add a modified and a one star right. to our existing FEI in April. Very smart. And so we just spent the last couple of weeks over Christmas building a brand new modified course. Please uh, tell me it didn't wash away. Uh, uh, yes, it did. It was in the bottom field. <laughs> So, that is so um, much money. So yeah, so we just built this really great brand new modified course and spent all this money on that, which is which is great. Ultimately, we needed it, but but um, to, we, go we, we didn't really need it to wash down the river. So now so. there's a modified course in northern Mexico. Yes. Yeah. All right. That's yeah. perfect. So. Um, and then also now we have created a little bit more work for ourselves because now in addition to our normal, because now we got our calendar wishes, which yep. is great. So we're all cheerleading for that. That's amazing. But, uh, but now in addition to that, we have more work for ourselves in this brand new modified no, one star course. You do need stress so we, we have a little bit of <laughs> yeah. stress less. Yeah, absolutely. You need stress but, less. Um, you know, it's mostly going to be cleaning up the footing and the, the, the river just brought in a bunch of silt and mud and trash and, you know, just junk yeah. uh well, but i do have another another funny joke if hold we, on let's use that as a teaser oh, okay. we want it <laughs> okay. so we can have a funny joke from andrea as okay, soon as we I get got back one more joke for you <laughs> so thank you to stress less we really appreciate it it is awesome we're gonna ship some out to andrea here and uh make sure we keep things calm out in california for the event so let's just take a quick break and then we'll be back and we're gonna hear this epic joke <laughs> For a horse owner on the road, your trailer is essential. No one enjoys being stuck on the road. At Horse Trailer Pros, we repair, renovate, and maintain all makes and models of horse trailers. We work directly with your insurance company or manufacturer for warranty repairs and insurance claims. Our state-of-the-art facility provides quick turnaround and friendly customer service. Considering a living quarter conversion, we do those too. Find comfort on the road with Horse Trailer Pros.
Call or text 352-804-2131. Horsetrailerpros.com. Grant Showalter has over 15 years of equine bodywork and saddle fitting experience. His technique allows him to identify and alleviate tightness in muscles. He uses trigger point massage to release points of restriction. Grant has over a decade of experience fitting and adjusting a wide variety of saddles. His expertise in equine physiology coupled with a thorough understanding of the importance of a properly fitted saddle allows him to quickly identify and correct any balance issues. Grant can also adjust your saddle on site. Grant works on all of my competition horses and I have noticed a significant improvement in their performance at competitions and their overall way of going. Grant's based in Ocala, Florida year-round, but regularly travels to the surrounding areas. For more information or to schedule an appointment, call 484-639-4454. I'm John Holling. We run Holling Eventing out of Willow Run Farm in Ocala, Florida. We run a full-service training facility here at Holling Eventing. We have amateur clients, we have sale horses, we teach lessons, and obviously our own competition horses as well. When Kurt first arrived at the farm, he was a little bit nervous and excited. Stressless really helped so we could get him in a training routine. Stressless is really easy to use. It's a part of our program. He gets it as a daily supplement and it helps us keep him focused and ready to go to work. This year we're moving Kurt up to the preliminary level. He's been doing great and I'm very excited about the season to come. I'm John Holling and I'd recommend Stressless to anyone who wants to help their horses stay calm and focused. Rick Wallace here bringing you Equibrew, a live probiotic that is geared to help your horse's gut health. I'm a true believer in this Equibrew and it really makes a difference in all of my horses. Equibrew is safe, non-toxic and clean sport compliant for FEI and racing events. Equibrew is an intact fermentation product with very high numbers of beneficial microbes. Order at Equibrew.com or 850-879-2649. Welcome back to the John and Rick Show, brought to you by Horse Trailer Pros. Just, I'm smiling for you because I know you need to have a <laughs> bit of a smile. We are talking about that, I would call it devastation that's going on um, in California. It's huge devastation. And there's a lot of people really you know, you've had a really hard time. Other people in California, I'm sure, are are devastated by what's going on. Now, yeah, this is not just affecting us, yes, sadly. It's, it's a lot of, yeah. lot of people probably, I haven't heard any of the lives lost. I don't know if there has been, hopefully there have uh, One on our property. Oh, really? In the river. Oh, no. Yeah. yeah, yeah um, I know there have been, for sure. And that yeah. would be the other thing I would say is, um, sort of my default with all of this is, obviously we want to give to help the event, but right. also, yeah give to the red cross right? yeah the yeah who sure really yeah no the five-year-old boy that was on the news oh, no. um that was uh from one of the river washouts that uh washes out into the river on our property yeah, and the helicopter has been there i mean they haven't found him yet but they've been searching right it's just terrible yeah so, and i it, you know like you said mother nature and the things that you have to do but you're telling a story and you said you had a joke to to kind of lighten the mood. well i try to keep it light you know because yeah. it's just how i roll and right. uh so so we were talking about this brand new modified course that we built and maybe mm -hmm. a few of those jumps are are in the uh the uh, pacific ocean by now right but um mm -hmm. <laughs> we hope not <laughs> but maybe um we definitely the main jumps though that were that were moved and displaced or what have you uh, were the intro jumps 
Right. And so, uh, so they are but, right. but for every, yeah, so the little jumps, the yeah. little guys are the, they're the biggest ones that went right. moving, that oh, went God. swimming. Right. But, um, for every little intro jump that we lost, we did inherit about 500 new walk trot logs. Oh, perfect. So, <laughs> so, perfect. so there is light at the end of the tunnel. Oh, wow. Now they're in scattered order with moss and right. trash. You probably and don't even have to design it. Of, you just, send no, you them don't out. have to design just it. You just, you just flag it and go just out to the field and just pick your path of of debris that you want to jump. I mean, Perfect. there's there's it's a fox hunter's wild dream. Well, I'm uh, <laughs> or if you're in Africa, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was telling John, you probably didn't hear it yet, but um, I mean, I was like, these horses in Africa were amazing. They could go right out, yeah, into that area and just pick their way through. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but yeah. So, so that's just keeping is, it light, you know. What is your plan? in the six weeks to get this done. And I know you're, you're talking about the GoFundMe and, and volunteers, but it's just mostly man, man It's just manpower. Hours. It's, you know, the jumps are not, um, well, there's a few, like any of the jumps that were in the actual water jumps or, or not meant to be water jumps um, are, we can't get them out and we can't, we haven't, we can't drain the water. Um, so those are still underwater submerged. So I don't know if they're gonna live or not, but, but the rest of the jumps, the water's also gone down. Um, they're covered in debris and and crap, really. Um, but the footing is the main thing that's going to need the tracks, which we do. You know, we're used to doing tracks Who in California. Who designs your courses there? Um, we uh, go through Morgan is our newest. Um, he does the advanced and right. intermediate. Yep. Mm -hmm. And uh, and then the the lower levels Audrey Doyle does, um, and sometimes Mark Grandia. We kind of flip flop between the two. And then, uh, do you have a resident builder? No, not not a resident builder, but we have a building team. Right. Okay. Um, so Audrey kind of heads the the team, and then um, Zane Webb, and uh, we have a whole crew of people that come in and and help. Um, so I mean, I would say that this is a you know another this is at least a week or ten days of just purely them cleaning stuff up, in addition to their normal. Right their normal routine which they normally come in two weeks before an event which they were meant to come in three weeks before an event this event because we built the new modified um so basically they need to start showing up to as of this week right. and and work the full six weeks getting which ready for the event which is, is financially just going to be and especially i mean it's not just us suffering from this i mean there's plenty of people i mean i'm whining about our you know, personal problems to run the event. I mean, there's plenty of other barns that have lost trailers and trucks and uh, can't ride their horses or arenas or, you know, I mean, we're not the only ones for sure. Right, and to um, be able to six but, weeks from now have your yeah. event. So but this is, you know, it's gonna, it's gonna hit our entries for sure because people won't be ready. Um, and uh, and then, you know, it's just, this is like the, the, what is this, like a fourth year running of having some level of just drama that has slowed right. us down on, and not, you know, gotten in our way. So it's frustrating, but um, I do think we'll pull it off. It's not going to be, you know, it's it's in some ways it might open up some opportunities. We can redo and do a better job of the footing in the bottom field. Sure. Um, you know, so it, there is some light at the end of the tunnel, but it's not that's not going to happen between now and and March. Sure. So it's going to be a lot of moving parts and a lot of extra manpower getting things moved and shuffled to where they need to be uh, for the the upcoming event. Right. So, so it sounds like really. What you need is people to help you out on the GoFundMe because you're going to have huge labor costs. Yeah, yeah. And then we need to encourage everybody that 
competes in California to get their entries in. Yeah. Because Records. having run events myself, I know one of the biggest stresses is when those entries seem low in the beginning and you're thinking, yeah, can we pull this off? Yep. And once you've committed to the manpower for it, I mean, you're yeah, we're, we're, well, I mean, we're in. It's like our costs are our costs and right. it's, it is what it is, no matter how many people come or don't. I'm glad um, that you're crazy enough to run an event. Uh, Thank you. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, it's actually my dad. My dad is the, he's weirdly the cheerleader behind all really? of it. You know, just, yeah, we could do it. Well, tell him thank and, you. <laughs> and he, he loves his tractors and good use for them. So. so you just came, we're going to transition to the USEA and what you've been doing the last couple of days that kept you here because the flood was going on. Yeah. So what have you been doing? I've been doing, uh, I came out to do the judges program uh, over the weekend, mm -hmm. and then So is that I, new, you're just getting started in the judging I actually it? did it about uh, nine years ago, to be exact. I looked it up on my uh, my portal. Right. <laughs> um, and, but I never followed through because I was busy riding and um, uh, doing important important shit, if right. I may. Yep, yep. <laughs> and then um, I kind of lost touch with it. Uh, but then I uh, now I've Indy's retired and I sold my four-star horse and sold everything else I had. And now I've got a bunch of three-year-olds that I got from Ireland and a bunch of time on my hands. So I thought, you know, I could get back into the program. So I came and did that on the weekend. And then um, uh, Beck is here. She's a faculty of the ICP, yep. and so I was like, "Well, I guess I could hang out and see what this ICP thing is all." ECP, EC sorry, ECP, ECP. coaching program. Sorry, right? clearly I'm not involved enough. But well, they just changed that. <laughs> they just so, changed the name. Um, you're, you're forgiven. Yeah. So uh, she, I don't know if she talked me into it or I just the floods are going on and I didn't. There's I've got a really really great girl at home, Sarah Ross, that works for me, mm -hmm. taking care of things and uh, making sure that the horses are still above water, which I'm sure they are. Yeah. Um, and uh, But there's not really a lot of riding to be done, so um, figured I'd get in any extra learning and education so I can get. Anything so, that you brought away from today? Um, I mean, I think it's a, it's a three-day long thing. It's, uh, I think that they're just really trying to promote um, uh, uniformity in what we teach in coaching, in coaching mm -hmm. and just trying to find what it is that we can try to make everyone be on the same page and not have so many little inside side paths. leg outside rain. <laughs> Sometimes it's outside leg to inside rain. Well, right. I think it's just head down. <laughs> <laughs> March forward. <laughs> so, True that. <laughs> so yeah, no, I think it's uh, it's it's a good program. I think it's uh, hard to wrangle. Uh, Americans in general in this yeah. capacity, but yeah. I think it's a really useful program. I Even if you're not going to try to get certified, I think it's useful just as an education thing to try sure. to get everyone on the same page. For sure. Didn't you have David on? Did he talk any about the ECP? Um, well, I think we had, he talked a little bit about it. He was on the last show, yeah, right. but... Um, I mean, he, we talked about a lot of different stuff. You guys Sadly, need to go back we and didn't get David this time because he was off busy doing uh, busy David things in France. Right. Um, so that was sad to ha not have right. him be a part of it because he is so passionate about it and so obviously well spoken. Sure. Um, so that was a sad, a sad loss. But uh, I'm sure he's doing something else. He's going to equally he's going important. To France. Yeah, he's on Thursday. Oh yeah. Yeah. What are you doing there? FBI contribution for the FBI oh, meetings. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, no, but I think the IC or ECC thing, because I've been involved and I'm, was it certified or? You are ICP certified. You yeah. got to do it again. Uh, well, you have to stay. <laughs> you have to stay current. Um, but it is like you were saying. It's about uniformity. But it is 
I felt very good because there were some basic things that they wanted you to make sure you covered. Yeah. But they aren't trying to get you not to sort of teach your way. Yeah. They just want to make sure like there's some, there's some basic standards that get handled right. and taken care of. And I don't know, I'm assuming it must have been I think same. that they really, I mean, I'm, I'm new to the, pro I'm, I'm not certified at all and I'm new to the uh, listening to the program, but I do think that they're really trying to get away from the standards like they had uh, 10 years ago or whatever. Right. Um, and they really want to just focus on, go back to teaching your lesson right. and not teaching it wrong and right. teaching it in a forward prog progressive way. Yeah. Um, and I think they're trying to be less restrictive on, on what you're supposed to teach and, and more just teach a proper lesson. Right. And um, don't do anything wrong along the way. <laughs> yeah. There's a beginning, so, middle, and end. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. that's really cool. I, you know, I've tried to do the ICP when it was the ICP. But it's, it's, I'm hoping that their scheduling gets a little bit where they can do it to people that want to do it. But sometimes it's very hard to get get it done. So every single time it's in Ocala, I'm somewhere else. Yeah, it's just hard when they do it in the winter down here for the mm -hmm. local people. Yeah, it's, it's so much great. better. Like when you can fly across the country. When yeah. I got mine done. I went to Southern Pines. Yeah, and it was just because then you that's can all you do. Focus on well, it, right? and I mean honestly, just as a observer, because I flew here and I'm I'm out of town and I'm here for it. I mean, I was there from eight till six. Right. Um, dedicated to, to listening right. but I could definitely see if you lived here I mean you'd want to show up at 10 and leave at 3. Yeah well because you'd <laughs> be like oh, I, can ride, I can ride two horses before I get there <laughs> yeah. and then I can teach a lesson at the yeah. end of the day. Yeah, but there tough. were a lot of people there I mean it was an impressive crowd I think. Very so, good. That's, yeah. awesome. well, that's good to hear. Yeah. Really yeah. like that. Yeah. It's you know uh, again we are so sorry about what's happening in California. I didn't even know about it till we got back from our Africa trip, but we, our hearts go out to everybody, especially you and then all the people that are suffering there. Um, so whatever we can do to help everybody out there, go to the GoFundMe. Um, and then again, like your, your suggestion, Red Cross, if you, you could go to there and you know, start supporting um, e even more um, in California. Yeah. Well said. Yeah, thank you. Well, thanks, thanks for, for being on the show. Join us for our next show. Um, we appreciate everybody, and it's been a, a great one. I'm glad to be back from Africa. Thank you for being here. And thanks for having me. Yeah, a, thanks. Have a good trip home. Fun, it worked out. Yeah, <laughs> I got to do this, too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. All right. We have an awesome show for you guys today. The greatest event of all time. Good news for the sport.